0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Buddy! Oh my gosh, I have such fun stuff to talk with you about today. And I'm going to share some personal stuff and I'm going to use some client examples, anonymously of course, to illustrate how this topic today could change everything and importantly, make our lives so much easier. Yes, please. Raise a hand or raise an eyebrow if you're driving. If you get frustrated often, Just about stuff not going the way you want, about people not being the way you want, about things not happening on the timing that you want. So, that's what we're gonna talk about today because it's very, very frustrating. And on top of that, it's very, very frustrating to be so very, very frustrated, right? A little meta there, but you can handle it. It's a Thursday, we're doing it. It's exhausting to be frustrated in this way all the time. And what we're talking about here is resistance. This is how we're going to cut our daily frustration in half and make our lives at least twice as easy. Let's be bold by looking at how resistance is functioning in our lives and maybe tweaking some things that are not working so well. So, if you are well on your way down the personal development path, you've likely encountered some talk about surrender. And even if you haven't, this is kind of what we're talking about today, but with a twist that you are going to like. A little lemony zest to make it super useful. The struggle that I see people have with surrender, this idea of surrender, is that it feels super passive. Like... Okay, if I plan on embracing surrender, then I'm basically planning to take what I get, deal with whatever happens, wah, wah, meh, other sound effects here. But like we do in our decision mastery world, you and I, we are going to take what works for us from this idea, and we're going to run with it. One definition of surrender is not fighting with what is you get me not arguing with reality not saying things should be different and therefore the way things are right now here and now is worse it's like a second tier reality and of course the value in not believing that in not fighting with reality is that you get to experience more of reality You get to be more present. You get to be more in tune with your agency in the present moment because you're not focusing on how you want things to be different. And you're not feeling disempowered because of the misunderstanding that, well, I can't do anything now because things are not as they should be. Now, we can work with this. And the great news is we can do it without being totally passive pushovers. Yes, please. So my goal for you is that you can use resistance like a tool, we're going to start tuning in to your resistance scale. Ooh, I love a little structured idea to run with. And here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to ask you to think about how comfort functions in your life so far. Cause I bet you're good at using comfort as a tool. I bet you didn't know that, but you are. Congratulations, throwing confetti. So you can tell when you're comfortable. Yeah, you can tell when you're uncomfortable. Great job. I bet you can also tell when it's a good, delicious, yummy thing that you're comfortable. And I bet you can tell when it's a maybe not so good thing. When it maybe means we're in a rut. Maybe we're keeping ourselves small. Maybe we're settling. Maybe we're not challenging ourselves enough. Yes, picking up what I'm putting down here. The same thing happens on the other end of the comfort scale. You can tell when you're uncomfortable in an icky, need to fix this, must leave, this is unacceptable way. Super useful. And you can tell when you're uncomfortable because you're exactly where you need to be, doing exactly what you need to be doing, learning the exact lesson you need to be learning, For the sake of the growth and the progress and the fun that you want in your life, right? What if you could use resistance, like a tool, in the same way you're already using comfort to inform yourself of what do I feel, what do I want, what do I do next? What if you could tell, when you're resisting something, if that resistance was telling you, ooh, we don't like this and we need to keep going. We don't like how this is, so we need to fight to change it. Or you could tell when it's showing up to let you know, hmm, you shouldn't go this way. It shouldn't be this hard. We need to change directions. We need to take a step back. Sounds so powerful. Now, personally, I use this idea of gauging my resistance all the time because it really helps me with what I have come to call speedy acceptance. Because I will not lie to you. I can get a little spicy. I can come upon problems. Things not going how I want to. Computers crashing. Stuff being out of stock. Weather being weird. People being the way that they are. <laughs> and I can resist it. I can uh fight against it. I can sit in frustration about it, and I can burrow. I can look at something not working the way I want it to, and imagine cartoon steam coming out of my ears. that That's a route that I can go pretty easily, pretty by default. And I will tell you, though, most of the time, that default resistance is not showing up to let me know, you should fight harder. This computer isn't working right now. Well, you should double down. Spend four hours trying to make it do what you want. Usually, what most serves me in feeling how I want to and getting anything done is speedy acceptance. It's really imagining myself as coming upon a rock and being like, all right, well, I could spend the rest of this entire day trying to move this rock, or I could go around it like a river flowing on around the obstacles. Super cheesy? Perhaps. Super useful? Absolutely. And I'm giving you these small examples right now. Like I go to the store with something in mind and I can't freaking find it. I run all over town looking for something for, I don't know, our house organization, our balcony decorating, something that, some problem I'm trying to solve and I can't find it. Sometimes, In those moments, the most helpful thing for me to do is speedily accept this was not meant to be. I'm not supposed to get this today. I'm not supposed to find this. There's some better solution that I haven't thought of or some better solution that's going to come to me. Something's going to happen that I don't need to try forcing in this way that I originally planned on. It happens a lot in my video editing, I do a lot of TikToks, and sometimes, you know, We uh we live with imperfect technology. A video gets deleted, you spend a long time editing something, and then it doesn't save. And those are prime opportunities for resistance frustration. And you might not be a TikToker, I get it, but you might come across this in variations across your real life, right? In those moments, you have an opportunity to get really, really frustrated. And that might happen anyway, but you could stay there for a long, long time. You could go into the depths of the technology and try to find that video. You could agonize over, oh my gosh, why didn't I save it? I'm so stupid. Or you could speedily accept, well, that probably wasn't the best video. I do this all the time, I swear. I mean, I've gotten better about saving the video so it doesn't happen as frequently. But in this example that I'm giving you. The video happens, I edit it, I spend energy and time on it, and then the universe takes it away, or the technology gods, whoever you want to blame. And because I've practiced this, because I use the resistance scale by second nature at this point, I can really bypass a lot of that frustration without invalidating myself. I might get frustrated for like a second, but it really lets me go quickly to this place of speedy acceptance where I'm like, well, there's probably a better way for me to have said that. So (laughs) the video is not there anymore. We're going to do something else. And I want to introduce this idea to you, to just put your mind on where is this resistance frustration coming up? How much are you fighting against what's happening? How does that feel for you? And might we be able to clean up some of that stuff so your days feel a little lighter, so your days feel a little easier. Now let me give you a couple bigger examples because that was a small TikTok example, which like I said, I stand by because it is so, so fun when my clients come to these sessions and we talk about what are we celebrating and they talk about hurdles that they didn't even have to jump over because they just walked around them. It's like, oh, We thought we were going to do this this summer with the kids and that wasn't available and because it was like too late for us to sign up for it, so we just did this instead. Boom. Zero resistance frustration. Zero time lost to that frustration. Zero inner angst and self-judgment experienced. So yummy. Okay, so let me give you a couple of bigger examples to illustrate what can happen When you really start using the resistance scale and what impact it can have on bigger life choices. So we're going to do a couple client stories. One of my clients was feeling a lot of daily stress because things were not happening the way she and her team wanted. She runs her own company and she kept coming against disappointments, failures, technology not working, people quitting, people turning out to be bad at their jobs and having to fire them, deals not going through. And at each of these encounters, there was resistance frustration. I wish this wasn't happening. Do not like. She tuned into her resistance scale, though. She checked in. Am I feeling this way because I'm not meant to do this? This isn't meant to work out. I'm fighting the wrong fight, as it were. For her, though, her truth was super clear. And this was fun for her to affirm without feeling like she was second-guessing herself. It was really valuable for her to check in and see, do I like being on this path still? Am I still committed to this vision? And for her answer to be very trustworthy, yeah, this is still what I want. I'm still committed to this. None of these problems happening, quote unquote, none of these challenges we're coming across are reasons to stop going. And that meant the faster she could accept that these were just rocks in the river and she was just better off flowing around them and not wasting her time and energy on them, the steadier she could make progress down her path toward her ultimate goal. So for her, the resistance was telling her, keep going. Don't try to move the boulders. Be a river. Flow around them. Interesting, right? Now, another client was on her own path. She was going to get a very specific degree that was going to lead to a very specific type of job. And she also found herself in resistance. She didn't like the work she was doing. She found herself procrastinating. She was in a lot of frustration about not feeling like things were easy or engaging enough. She really found herself resistant to continuing taking steps down this path, towards this degree, towards this career. And she found herself thinking about another option, but not really, because that'd be crazy, right? That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not the problem you should solve. Now, if she wasn't paying attention to her resistance scale, she might assume the best problems to solve would be things like her productivity or her focus or her motivation in this case, yeah? But she did get in tune with herself. She did question, what might this be about? What am I resisting? And through our coaching conversations, what she realized was that this path and this future she was setting herself up for were not aligned. And when she got honest about that, she got to put her energy into solving A very different problem, which is, I want, and the problem is in quotes there. She just got to put her energy into changing different things. Instead of doubling down on her productivity so she could get the degree, she completely switched gears, got a different job, moved cities. So many things happened. It was wild. And in another time, had she not been interested in what quality of resistance of this, which flavor of resistance is showing up, she probably would have very easily dismissed all of these other options because it's crazy. That's crazy. So in this case, in her case, the resistance was showing up to let her know, stop, this is a very important rock. You should not go around it. It's here for a reason. This is not aligned for you. Step back, check in. As we're talking about this, I'm seeing the opportunity for another metaphor that I'm not going to create right now, but it's something about, uh, you know, a ship captain and steering your ship into, you know, some unknown waters and feeling in charge. I guess I am making it up, but you know me. I love a metaphor. Just drive it home. So you are captaining your ship and you want to be able to know when is the resistance telling you to change your tactic to keep moving forward. The water gets a little choppy, the wind changes. So you make the adjustments you need to to how you're thinking or what you're doing, your mindset or the way you're acting, the way you're doing things in order to keep going because we're getting to Bora Bora, gosh darn it, or wherever your destination happens to be. And you want to be able to trust your ability to discern when it's time to change course. You want to be such a masterful ship captain that you can tell the difference and that you can feel totally in charge of we're going this way or we're going this way. And either way, I'm not going to waste my time and energy fighting with what is and making myself wrong for anything. Right? Ooh, good metaphor in the home stretch. I like it. So I invite you to tune into your resistance scale and check. When can you let go of fighting against what's happening, however big or small it is? And when does that help you? When does that make your life easier? When does that feel good? Even though what's happening might not be delightful. Nobody likes a computer crash, so I'm not telling you to be grateful about it. (laughs) But I am asking you to check, is there any speedy acceptance that we can move into after you've processed your frustration? The more you practice tuning into your resistance scale and discerning what kind of resistance is happening, the more you'll trust your answers. And it will be so empowering and freeing. And you'll get to really trust the choices that you make based on that resistance. And everything might change for the better. I'm so excited for you. So I hope this idea is super interesting to chew on. I hope if you try it, you will let me know. It is such a help When you rate and review the podcast and you let me know what resonated, what helped, what you liked, and it helps the podcast get into the hands and earbuds of many, many more people. So if you liked this episode or you're liking the podcast in general, I would really love if you could give us a little rating and a review and just let me know because I love hearing from you. And I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mmm, not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites and an 11 minute crash course video training that simplifies. The whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no. So you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!